My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right, my friends. You've tuned in to the home of conservative, not bitter talk, and I am your one and only host, Todd Huff. It is wonderful to be here. Um, yesterday, we, my, my apologies, we've, um, we had a technical glitch in the mobile studio. One that I hope is now fixed, and it was something on our end and seems to be working well at the moment. So, apologize for missing yesterday. Um, it was We just had a, a technical problem that prevented us from doing the program, and here we are today. So, it's good to be here, and I'm glad that you tuned in as well. You know, I got this message from my... My wife earlier today, she sent me a message. Um, you've probably seen this as well. But she sent me this message. You didn't see the message, but you saw the story. Story here is about um, the uh, what, Fox News Christmas tree. The Fox News Christmas tree in New York City was set on fire. That's right. And, you know, we have this little thing that she and I will say to each other. Um, and let me give you some context. We, we say love wins, right? We say love wins. Now, let me pause. I'm not making fun of that concept. I'm making fun of part of it, but let me explain what I'm mocking here, what we mock back and forth. I don't mock the idea that, that love wins. What I'm mocking, in fact, let me pause. I'm a Christian. The Bible says God is love. And love will win. There will be a time 
there will be a time when God says, uh, where God makes everything right, where God dries every tear from the eyes of his people and makes everything right. Love will win, right? In a sense, love has already won when Jesus came to earth, which we are celebrating soon with the uh, as we enter the Christmas season or as we're in the Christmas season. But so I'm on board with this concept that love wins. But when I use that phrase or when you would use that phrase, we mean it in some I don't know what the term I want to use here, but some positive sense. Like, hey, things are bad, but remember, love wins, right? Things it's it's not to minimize what someone may be going through. Now it's just to to plant that seed of hope. It reminds me if you're someone that reads the Bible of Hebrews chapter eleven, where it talks about the great men and women of faith who only could see the promise from a distance. They didn't fully experience it on this side of heaven, but now they do. Everything is is made right and love has has won, right? So I'm on board with all of that. Now, you flip the script a little bit and you have this group of radical leftists, radical leftists, in fact, I would even go as far to say the godless radical leftists um, who say it in a snarky way. And so they mean it almost in some mocking way. Um, for example, if you are not in favor of same-sex marriage and the Supreme Court suddenly – again, it's amazing the Supreme Court, what they can find in the Constitution of the United States. They can't find the second hand, the Second Amendment – um, if you give them a flashlight and you know directions, now some of them can, but there's certainly some that cannot. Uh, they have trouble with the First Amendment. They misinterpret things, and um, they, they have trouble with a lot of things that are in there is my point. But they can find things like, for example, the woman's right to an abortion in Roe versus Wade, or at least um, at certain uh, – up until a point of what they call viability, which that's not in there either, just making stuff up left and right. But they can't find uh, – that they find gay marriage in there, but they can't find the Second Amendment as an example or in many cases the Tenth Amendment, the First Amendment, so on and so forth. So when the Supreme Court ruled, uh, decreed that same-sex marriage was the law of the land and the Obama White House was lit up in rainbow colors, if you remember that – you may have heard, and you've probably heard this before, but this is when it was really big. Love, love wins, right? And and the connotation is almost mocking those who stood, stood in opposition or you know thought that marriage should be traditional marriage between a you know one man and one woman. Um, and it was almost snarky, like love wins, you know, look at this, love wins, right? And it's almost mocking and 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 trying to goad you into some sort of a confrontation or or a fight. So it is with that idea in mind. So I'm mocking the folks that go around acting like it's almost like a virtue signal to say, love wins. Oh, love wins, right? And whenever I saw this article, actually my wife, when she sent it to me, somebody burns down the Fox News Christmas tree, she sent in there, love wins, <laughs> You know, mocking the same people. I, look, I don't know the guy, but I'm telling you right now, 
the guy that set this tree on fire, just statistically speaking, is not a Donald Trump supporter. I'm just going to throw that out there. He's not a a uh, dyed-in-the-wool constitutional conservative. That's, that's my guess. He's probably a guy that, on the day that the Supreme Court ruled that same-sex couples could get married, and it's in the Constitution, he probably was saying love wins in some you know way to mock conservatives and Christians or what have you. Setting the, the Christmas tree on fire. <laughs> it's just, as I say the words, it is remarkable to me some of the nonsense that we're subjected to. So that's that's going out there. But where I want to sink uh, our teeth today is in two, two particular areas. One, I saw an article, and there's a lot of stuff happening that we'll probably touch on or mention throughout the program today. But I, I'm drawn to this particular story. Now, I found this at the Bongino Report, bonginoreport.com. I used to go to the Drudge Report, Back in the day, back before uh, Drudge went, well, I don't. I think Drudge. I think Drudge sold it. I'm not entirely sure. I've kind of read on this, but I, I don't think he's involved anymore. I think he sold it, um, and maybe there is a, an announcement. I've not seen that. But anyway, once some period of time ago, um, the the articles on Drudge dramatically changed. Now, I'm not one of these folks who refuses to read. Uh, media that's left or even radically left i like to know what's what's going on what they're saying what they're arguing or what they're complaining about because that gives us a heads up as to where we're going should a democrat uh, controlled senate house and presidency be the reality of this land so that that's kind of a precursor of things to come so i pay attention but i just i got to the point where i didn't want to to read that stuff anymore to the degree where every single piece um, was, uh, I would say, at least bent left and sometimes even hard left. So I was, I was on Bongino, though, which is where BonginoReport.com, same general sort of thing that Drudge does, um, links out to articles and so forth. And there's this piece. Um, I believe the website would be pronounced culturesidal.com gentleman by the name of John Hawkins. Headline here, what exactly do Americans have in common anymore? Question mark. Irreconcilable differences is the the subheading here. And this is something that's of of major interest to me because, as you know, if you've listened to this program, I'm not just one that thinks um, we count, you know, uh, you listen to this program and we're, I don't know, standing up for conservative principles, which we do. But it's more than that to me. That that's only half the battle. In fact, I don't even know the percent of the battle that that is. That's only a part of it. The other part is explaining, articulating, and persuading other people to see the truths of the things that we're saying on here. And that is something altogether different. That's something um, that requires us collectively, as as individuals, but as as a group, right? Trying to go out and to speak the truth right i say on this program what we try to do is help others hear and receive truth and i don't mean to imply that we've got it all together that's not at all what i'm saying but i think when truth is discovered and we talk about things that are firmly rooted in truth on this program it's important that we do our level best to keep to hang on to that truth for dear life 
right? We can see it doesn't take much. You don't have to be an investigative journalist to find out that people um, are constantly assaulting truth, and a lot of people just don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. And so when we find it, we got to hang on to it and pass it on, explain it, articulate it to others who have yet to understand it or you know, have it explained in a certain way or what have you. That's what we've got to do. So this has piqued my interest because, uh, in summary, the author here is saying America is almost too different, right? We, we've become so uh, – we, we've broken into geographical – uh, groups based upon ideology almost. And I'm not saying that hasn't happened. I'm not arguing that. What I am suggesting, and I'm going to go through this because I think there's a lot here. And I'm going to disagree with this in part, but I'm also going to agree and, and, and recognize some valid points here. But but I, it's important that if, if we're going to take the time, I mean, if we're going to say America is has reached a point of, of having irreconcilable differences. Um, what does that mean, right? Where do we go from here? I'm reminded during, I mean, did America have a point of irreconcilable differences? One would certainly say yes during the time of the Civil War, but America, granted, I'm not, please don't misunderstand, I'm not saying that there should be a Civil War. I'm just not it at all. I'm just saying America's still together. Yes, the South, you know, uh, seceded and there was war and there was all sorts of stuff that, that came from that including of course a republican president republican party even that uh, ended slavery and you know, the civil war the emancipation proclamation all this all these things that, that came from that but america still stayed together now i hope we don't have any tensions remotely close to that stuff again but I think we can recognize that America is polarized and divided without saying the differences are irreconcilable because I think there are some things worth pointing out and understanding um, that I, I think it's a matter of, of viewpoint and interpretation. I can agree with a lot of this analysis by saying, but that's not exactly the right way of looking at it because X, Y, and Z – or why that is the case. Instead of saying our differences are beyond the point of reconciliation, um, this is really, this is really what we're dealing with. We have serious problems. I'm not minimizing that. There are some who have agreed, or I guess concluded, that they are beyond the point of reconciling with those of us that love the Constitution and the United States as as the founders envisioned. Minus obviously minus slavery. I, any we have such radicals out there. You have to say that. Just to be clear, obviously, uh, but the, the founding principles of this country are good and true and noble. In fact, transformed this ways in unimaginable ways before these changes were, uh, were implemented, before this nation came onto the scene. The prosperity that resulted, the opportunity that resulted from the ingenuity and the creativity and the passion and the drive that Americans were able to have by being a free people. Great things have truly transpired on this on this planet. You take the United States out of history, if there wasn't a United States, this world would be a much, much darker, much darker, much uh, bleaker place. So, 
I want to go through this. I think it's instructive. I think I think it's it's uh, well written and articulated. I just disagree with it at points, and I want to talk about those, explain some things because I think it's important. Quick time out. Quick time out, though. You're listening here to the home of conservative. Not better talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome back, my friends. So... Um, let me mention here, and I should, I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I had, I had it noted to mention if I hadn't, but Shepherd Community, you guys know Shepherd Community, Jay Height, um, the work that they do. You've listened to Jay talk about the 10 assets for breaking the cycle of poverty. I, I love what they do at Shepherd. I, I think it should be, and I think it is, and, and, um, in some ways, kind of a, a model for other philanthropic organizations around the country to follow. But they are having, uh, they are doing their Christmas store um, here in, um, let's see, uh, the next 10 days or so. And I'm going to be at Shepherd on Monday. December the 20th from noon until 2. 
and working there, um, helping and uh, meeting folks and doing whatever Jay has me do, pretty much, on that Monday from noon till 2. If you want to come by, if you want to, you know, meet, talk, um, I welcome you to come. If you want to take a look around Shepherd, we can get you a tour and explain some of the things going on there as well. But if you just want to meet and say hi or whatever, then that's fine too. No no obligation, but if you want to see what's going on at Shepherd too, we can uh, we can show you around and introduce you to some, some folks there also. So, again, that is on Monday, December 20th, Shepherd Community on the near east side of Indianapolis, uh, just a little east of downtown. That's where we'll be. So hope to see you there. We'll continue to remind you of that up until um, the 20th, which is when we'll we'll be up there. So looking forward to that. Now, also looking forward to talking about this, this article, again, that I referenced in the last segment. What exactly do Americans have in common anymore? Irreconcilable Differences, written by John Hawkins. I'm going to read Read a part of this and explain uh, some things that I find to be critically important. Americans, he writes, have always had the ability to, quote, vote with their feet. And in recent years, after looking at the belief systems and cultures developing around them, they have been doing more and more of that. And then he cites some studies. I'm not going to read all the all the findings, but basically it's it's showing that people are – are moving in certain districts. Uh, more districts are becoming uh, less competitive, more uh, congressional districts, and more, I won't say extreme, it could be extreme. Um, I think of places like Seattle and Portland and San Francisco, which I think are extremely insane, radical leftists. But um, even in, in more conservative places, these some of these places are becoming, as they would say, more more red. And he cites some examples for that. I don't, I'm not questioning any of that. He continues, Why are Americans increasingly finding each other so intolerable that they are uprooting their lives and going elsewhere? The short answer is that we have very little in common anymore. Now, well, I'm going to read a little bit more before we talk about that. As someone who has been in politics, he writes, for two decades now, one of the things I find striking is how little... Um, there now is that liberals and conservatives agree on. For example, if you went back to when I was just getting started, there was plenty of disagreement. But it's simply amazing how many big issues today simply didn't exist back then. Just take a look at the brief snippets from the 2000 Democratic Party platform to get an idea of what I mean. And he goes to the Democrat Party platform. And if you read that, and I know, look, my, my first question is how many people really even know what's in the Democrat and or Republican Party platforms. But if you read those, it gives you a snapshot of the the people who are in charge of molding uh, policy or creating political narratives. Um, the things that both parties stood behind or by and large what parties represented back in, in this example in 2000. And if you read the 2000 um, Democrat Party platform, it would not sound very much at all like what the 2020 Democrat Party platform sounds like. And I agree. Look, I agree with this. 
So his point is, back in those days, there were disagreements on certain things, but there weren't these just completely stark different worldviews. And I agree with that. But here's where I think, and I, I am really convinced of this. I think it's easy to conflate. It's easy to conflate how a Democrat voter, let's say, let's say someone who says, hey, I'm a Democrat, they vote for a candidate um, who stands on this platform or at least embraces, I mean, a lot of it. I mean, that's part of saying I'm a Democrat. It means I agree by and large with this platform. I'm, I'm sure there's exceptions, right? I mean, no person is, we, we all have different ideas and differences of, of opinion and so forth. But in general, it means, hey, I'm a Democrat, so you know, I stand on the party platform. I, I agree with the party's platform, at least in pretty significant part, or I wouldn't be calling myself a Democrat, right? Um, but the problem is, that's not always what elections are about. And I think you have to dig deeper. I don't disagree that the party platforms have changed dramatically. I don't even disagree that many of the candidates have changed dramatically. And it's even amongst certain people, radical ideas, radical leftism is much more acceptable, is much more popular um, than it was, say, 20 years ago, back in, say, 2000. 2000. Um, Democrats didn't consider it a badge of honor to be called a, say, socialist or communist in those days. Today, for some, not all, for some, that is a badge of honor. AOC would be, I mean, the, the squad's an example. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, as a presidential candidate, said that he is a democratic socialist. Right? He was proud of this. He throws the word democratic in there, by the way, to make it sound like as long as you throw the word democratic or democracy in there, it makes everything fine because it says that it's the will of the people, which, of course, democratic socialism to me is complete, utter nonsense because basically what it means is um, if the majority says that what you have belongs to them, then it belongs to them. Who cares? The dem- the Democracy has spoken, right? So, but I think it's wrong to look at voters this way. This is, now, there certainly are people in academia, people who are, uh, who, who have bought the narrative on college campuses. Some of the, say, Black Lives Matter or extreme climate change stuff or the people who think all businesses are evil and straight from the pits of hell, people who hate capitalism. There's a lot of that, a lot more of that now than there used to be. But that is still not the majority of Democrats. So you might be saying to the radio right now, to your to your cell phone as you're listening to the podcast, what difference does it make? See, I think it makes a lot of difference. The results of that particular election may not be the same, but if all these people are truly brainwashed radical leftists, um, then we're going to have a heck of a hard time changing that. I maintain that that's not the case. It is more so than it used to be, and in certain parts of the country, it is certainly true. San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, uh, parts of New York City, I would say. Um, maybe the People's Republic of California in general with Los Angeles as well. Um but you know what I'm saying. It's it's not 
the bulk of the country. It just it isn't. So what do we have? Well, we'll talk about it after the break. But we have a high, I was just talking with a buddy about this the other day. Literally before I read this, not this specific thing, but in a similar thing. By the way, I saw a story at Fox News that showed that uh, Hispanic voters, Hispanic voters are now split equally Republican and Democrat. See that? Split equally Republican and Democrat. You may tell you something. The Democrats will suddenly find a reason to talk about securing the border now because they had political motivations for keeping this border open. If they find in the next research that Hispanics make up more, uh, more Hispanics are voting Republican than Democrat, they'll have that border shut down by lunch. Uh, this this has always been something, um, some part of, well, a massive part of their of their motivation and strategy here. But anyway, we'll talk about this after the break as to why it does matter. It does matter that. Democrats, people may be voting Democrat, but they don't embrace the platform. In fact, I would maintain a lot of people don't even know. I've had people tell me, or I've had stories recounted to me what, that some of my friends and listeners have said, uh, some of the things that people have told them that the Republican Party stood on. For example, I have one friend whose mother-in-law swears that the Republican Party is the party of abortion. And I believe the party of gun control. Now, how you can be that <laughs> wrong, I don't know. But that's certainly a reality that we have to contend with. We cannot assume that every voter knows everything about the platform. In fact, it's safer to, to believe that most voters don't, or many voters don't. Many voters may not even know there is such a thing called the Democrat Party platform. So... We'll get into this after the break. Sit tight, my friends. Listen to Conservative, not Bitter Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome back, my friend. So want to clarify, well, Oz was asking me questions here about the what I mentioned about Shepard um, last segment, and we'll get back to this article in a second too. But not only can you go and see Shepard on the 20th, um, and I can even give you a, a tour or uh, introduce you to folks there, but you can also participate in the Christmas store. And... So you could bring toys or clothes, and th- this is all on Shepherd's uh, website, shepherdcommunity.org. Um, you go to the Give tab, and you can uh, you can find uh, some of the things that they are um, that they're taking for their Christmas store. And so again, this concept is um, they have Christmas gifts for kids. And the parents or guardians or grandparents or whoever can they, – they pay $5 because they want and – the, and the shepherd will donate this money to another charity. It's not about making money. It's about giving these folks a sense that you know they actually had a hand in providing the Christmas gifts. It doesn't come from shepherds to speak. It comes from the parents or grandparents, whoever it is that's getting the gifts. So you can go on their website, shepherdcommunity.org. And um, it's called the, the Christmas Store, um, and you can bring a gift on the twentieth if you wanted to. You can also go to the. They have an Amazon wish list. You can send. You can send a gift. Um, it's a really cool thing. But if you want to go on the twentieth from noon to two, I will be there. Would love to meet you, show you around. So that's more of a full picture. I didn't. Uh, I just want to mention it at first, and then kind of explain it over time, but. There you go. Oz was just asking me questions, and I thought if she doesn't know, sitting here, you don't know because I need to probably say some more. So there you go. All right, so let's get back to this article here. This is um, – I, I was talking when we left off or when we last uh, – when, when we went to break. I was talking about the the reality. You can say the Democrat Party – and I'm in a full agreement with saying this. The Democrat Party leaders, the elected officials, have become more and more radical – they're embracing policies that are far from their platform in 2000 or even further from the platform of, say, 1960 with John F. Kennedy. So I'm 100% on board with that. Where I begin to push back is when we say that Americans have nothing in common. I think I think that that's incorrect for lots of reasons. Number one, now – on, a, on one level, he's absolutely right because people, I think, um, have knee-jerk reactions and everything's political and you know tribalism and identity politics is certainly there. But I'm talking about if you actually can have conversations with people, right? If you can get through that clutter, and I've done this lots of times, if you can have conversations, I am telling you the differences are minuscule between – I mean on, on the core issues, right? Um, with the exception of the radicals, 
the ones who have decided that they want to be socialist and to hell with the Constitution, to hell with limited government and all that other stuff, to hell with liberty. Um, But a lot of Democrat voters aren't on board with a lot of the platform. They're single-issue voters, and I was talking with a friend about this recently, and I'm amazed by this because it's almost like the Republican Party, if I can kind of give me a little grace here because I don't necessarily mean this. I mean this in a (laughs) – I think this needs to change, but I also think that we should hold people accountable so I can kind of see both sides. The Republican Party, we almost require a litmus test for people. Is that person really a conservative? He voted for this, and we're ready to throw him out of the party. And I'm not saying we shouldn't uh, hold some of these rhinos accountable. There are certainly rhinos, but sometimes we can be a little strict on the litmus test. I'm only pointing that out to say the Democrat Party, they are a hodgepodge of groups. Right, I mean, you have some people who are Democrats. My father, who I love dearly, Union Democrat, hard worker and all that, but Union Democrat, and he's a Democrat because he's a union member. There's a lot of things he doesn't agree with on the party platform, but the union aspect and the importance of that to him was the highest priority, so much higher than everything else. The other stuff didn't matter. Um, Abortion is another pro-choice folks. Some pro-choice folks may be conservative in virtually every other conceivable way, but they're Democrats because of abortion. Um, you could take the – man, there's so many issues. Um, I think I think a lot of teachers fall into this particular bucket. They are believe that Republicans are waging a war on public education or what have you. Um, and, and so if you're a public teacher, you say, look – I'm a I'm a conservative and you know I, I'm a Second Amendment supporting free speech you know church going you know person but I'm really worried about my livelihood and so I think Republicans are going to take away public education or whatever the union has been telling them and now suddenly that person's a Democrat by by who they vote for but they're not agreeing with now with, with the crazy stuff now. To the author's point here, they're voting for people that are then going to implement these policies that they that they don't like. And may I say this? I think this is what happened in 2020. Actually, that's not true. I know this is what happened in 2020. 20% of by 20%? I can't get over this. In less than a year, 20% of the people that voted for Joseph R. Biden are now, uh, what's the, I want to say ashamed, and maybe they are ashamed too, but are they regret they regret their vote. In less than a year, 20%. If Biden got 80 million votes, which I'm not going to address that now, but let's say he did get 80 million votes, that's 16 million votes. 16 million people regret voting for the guy. That is massive. If that election were held today, it would be an annihilation. But my point in bringing that up is to say, how many people voted for Biden that didn't even care one iota about what was on the Democrat Party platform? They voted for Biden because the Democrat Party and their uh, their partners in crime, their PR firm in the media, caused so much hatred and animosity towards one man, Donald J. Trump, that people voted for Biden because he wasn't Trump. Now, that's not a single issue. That's a single person. But it's the same thing. The idea that 
Democrats in the heartland are by and large the same people as Democrats in Seattle is just not. That, that is a massive miscalculation. And it's my opinion and belief that because of these key differences, if we can just get through the clutter, if we can just communicate and have conversations around core American principles, most people believe in the principles upon which this nation was founded. Democrats and Republicans, not the radical left, but I'm saying that is still a sizable majority of the American people and probably still a majority once you factor in all the rank-and-file voters in America of the Democrat Party. I think this is important to note. I really do. I'm not ready to um, you know, say that this particular ship has left port and say that there's no reconciling America. Um, I don't believe that. I simply don't. Truth is a powerful force. It's undeniable if it's communicated clearly and we can get to people who actually care about truth, which does not include the extreme radicals who are hell-bent on changing this country because it benefits them personally. Quick timeout. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back, my friends. Again, I I don't want to... I don't want to sugarcoat this. There are divisions and differences in this country that are greater than they have been at any time in my lifetime. Ideological worldview differences. Um, But that doesn't mean that they're irreconcilable. That certainly does not mean that. And I think one of the reasons for that is what I laid out last segment, which is many Democrat voters are single-issue voters. And the Democrats, honestly... Um, they own, if someone's a single issue voter, um, I mean, Democrats really kind of own that. They really do. I don't like to say that, but, but they do. And, and part of it's, I think what I mentioned earlier on, which says sometimes Republicans, um, are more likely to apply a litmus test, I think, to Republican candidates and that's not all bad. I mean, we don't want someone – we don't want any more rhinos. But but at the same time, friends, if the choice is a rhino Republican or a Democrat that's going to change the balance of, of power in the House, um, it seems to me that – I mean, context matters, right? These things don't exist in some sort of a vacuum. There's context. So – but this is um, – 
there's some good points in this, I think, that are worth noting. I agree with a lot of it. I don't agree with the ultimate analysis. I agree that the politicians are more radical and divisive, and um, I agree that that's concerning. But I think that people, people by and large, can still be persuaded. I do. I mean, look, it, we we have to – if we didn't think that, why would we even have elections? Why why would we even well, – what, what are we trying to do? I mean, if, if we didn't think we could make a difference, then we're just – wasting our breath i feel right to me to me we still have a chance we still have a chance to save this country we don't have i mean there, there's some formidable opponents or adversaries that are on the other side that have gotten a lot of momentum i i grant that but this idea that it's irreconcilable i i just i disagree with that i really do and i think you should as well and i think we got to get better at persuading, better at communicating the Republican Party, the messaging, and all that. Um, and there's definitely concerns, but again, not to the point of irreconcilably different. Quick time out, back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD. Welcome back, my friends. Something I want to get to in the waning seconds of the program is this, and that is something I referenced earlier, Fox News story that says... This, Hispanic voters, shift toward Republicans in uh, now split evenly between the parties, according to a recent Wall Street Journal poll. Basically, in a generic ballot, uh, the Wall Street Journal found that 37% of Hispanics would vote Republican, 37% Democrat, 22% undecided. And if Biden ran against Trump again... 44% would vote for Biden, 43% for Trump. This is terrible news for the Democrats. I got to go, folks. STG, see you tomorrow. Take care. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. 
Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD.